Welcome back to another episode of Fig and Farm at Home. Today's Tuesday. We are doing a quick tip answering listeners' question under 10 minutes. Can we do it? <laughs> you bet we can. This is a good one. If you have an entryway and you don't know what to do with it, you might want to pay very close attention because I'm helping Julie with hers. All right. Enjoy today's show. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions. I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at Fig and Farm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. So Julie says, my entryway isn't functional or cute. There are shoes everywhere and it looks uninviting. I'd like to give it a facelift. What things should I consider? Okay, Julie. So what I want you to think about first is what is the purpose of that space? Now, you guys all might be rolling your eyes and saying, well, duh, Danny, people enter the door. But really, what is the purpose for you? Are you a front door enterer? Is this a place where you, this is how you access your home? Or do you go through the garage door, the side door? If this is your front door and this is where you enter, what do you need there? Do you need a place for shoe storage? Do you need a place to, do you take off your shoes before you go into the house? Is it the last place you leave before you go to work for the day? Do you need to have a mirror so that you can get a last check before you leave the home? Thinking through what it is your home needs right there is really important. So I want you to get a piece of paper out and I want you to write down what your home needs in that space. Do you need shoe storage? Do you need a place to sit to put your shoes on? How much shoe storage do you need? Do you need that mirror? Yes or no? Do you need other hidden storage? Maybe you don't need shoe storage, but maybe you need a place for your keys to land or the bills to land when you come in from the mailbox. Maybe you need a spot to put your leash and some of the dog things. I know near Seattle, where I'm at, I need an umbrella <laughs> or two. So I have a cute, long, tall vase that is actually supposed to be a, a planter, but I use it to hold my umbrellas. What is it that you need, Julie? All right, and then I want you to think about right now, and you're going to write this down too, what currently about your space is driving you absolutely bonkers. So now we know what we need, but now we also need to think about how it is not performing for us in the way we want to. And it is absolutely okay for you to put the pretty things as well as the functional things. So you mentioned that you have an overabundance of shoes. Put that on your list. It drives you crazy that there are so many shoes here put on the list too, that whatever it is that isn't looking cute to you, what is it? Why doesn't it look cute? Do you have a, an old bench that you know clashes with the rest of the style of your home? Do you have a jankety old lamp that you know is too small sitting on your entryway table? What is it that you can identify that you already know is not cute and driving you bonkers? When you have those items listed down, I want you to then start brainstorming the fix for that. So for example, you mentioned your shoe storage and you need more. What could be the fix? Is it a shoe box? Is it a shoe bin underneath the bench? Do you want them hidden or are you okay with them being out? Is it something that you actually need to train your children or your husband or whoever you're sharing your home with that 
you can have one pair of shoes here, but the rest actually need to go into the garage or into your room. Thinking through those things will help you identify what it is you're going to do to your space. Friends, understanding the purpose of your room is so incredibly important before we start making things pretty. And this is a module we talk about in Home Design 101 at the very beginning. Understanding what the room is doing for you and how it might not be doing its job and how you want it to be performing better for you. Because friends, you have homes that should be serving you, not you serving them. So if we have the wrong furniture in the wrong space, we can remediate that, but we won't know if we don't take that second to identify it. Hey friend, have you ever wanted to go refresh your home, gone to the home decor store, maybe you're at Target, and have been stuck in indecision for so long that the employees, the sweet employees in their red Target shirts are now starting to bring you pillows, chairs, even snacks because they think you might be staying the night. <laughs> oh friend, have you ever finally found that perfect piece that your home desperately needed only to bring it home and think, huh, that doesn't quite go <laughs> and then needed to return it the next week or even worse, missed the return date and now you're stuck with the silly thing or you have to sell it on Facebook Marketplace to recoup a fraction of what you paid. Are you constantly wondering why home decorating is so hard and so overwhelming but why others make it look so easy? And friend, are you looking over your shoulder right now thinking, wait, where is Danny? Does she know? She, she is speaking directly to me. <laughs> oh, do you want to know why? Because I was you. Not too long ago, I was thinking the exact same thing. Shopping was overwhelming. It wasn't fun. Even when we needed the things, not just wanted the things, it wasn't fun because it was so overwhelming. There are so many choices. When you want a throw pillow, why are there 50,000 throw pillows? Why? And how do you learn to recognize that those pillows are cute, but they don't belong in my home? And how is it that you can create a room that flows seamlessly room to room to room inside of your house without it looking janky? How do we do that? A friend, you have options. You can keep piecing together on your own, asking friends, listening to the podcast, looking at YouTube, finding the blogs, looking at HGTV. You can do all of that on your own. Or you can take Home Design 101. It was created for you in mind. Not so that you could become a designer yourself, though wouldn't that be awesome? but so that you could learn how to create a home that you love, a home that you love coming home to, a home that reflects your style and tells your story. We talk about so many things inside of Home Design 101, from how to understand what your room needs, the purpose of the room, before we even begin to make it beautiful. We create an overall plan and the action steps that it takes in order to reach that plan, the color palette to create a cohesive home that flows seamlessly room to room. You learn to create a mood board so that you can see the pieces that you want to bring in and how they might mingle together without ever having to purchase anything first, bypassing that dreaded buy and return, buy and return cycle that we are all so stuck on. You learn how to identify what your unique design style is so that you're not copying someone else's ideas off of Pinterest. You get support along the way with every other week live group coaching sessions inside of our Facebook community. Friend, it is all waiting for you and it's been designed for you, a busy mama with a real home and a real budget. You can sign up today by coming to figandfarmathome.com forward slash home hyphen design hyphen 101. I'll see you in class. 
Okay, so Julie, you have identified the things that you want the room to do for you and the things that are driving you absolutely bonkers. Now we need to start making a plan for what to bring in. Now, hopefully you have identified your design aesthetic, your design style that you gravitate to over and over and over again, the metals, the wood tones, the colors, the shapes, the thin legs versus chunky legs, all of that. You've identified that so that now you know which things to choose when it's time to shop. And if you don't, Julie, you can get help with that inside of Home Design 101. Now, a couple things I want you to think about. Think about what kind of rug you have in your entryway. Do you have a rug? Do you need a rug? I always have a rug on the outside of my door so that the people who are coming in can wipe their feet there rather than inside of the hallway. What kind of rug do you need? Do you have space for a wider, shorter one, or do you need a runner? Do you live in an environment that is constantly wet and messy and yucky? Are you constantly bringing in pine needles, leaves, or sand? Think about what you need your rug to do for you. And then I want you to think about where you're going to purchase the rug that's going to be best for your needs. So for example, that entryway rug for me is always a let's shop one that is going to be washable because those get quite nasty. (laughs) We take our shoes off in our own home, but we bring them in and I am still training my children, even though they know that they need to wipe their feet outside of the door, they don't always do it and it happens inside. So I want to make sure that I have a rug that is washable. More and more rug stores have these, but one of my favorites, one of the ones that is the longest standing washable rugs is Ruggable. I don't get paid to tell you this, (laughs) but it is one that I've had experience with and I absolutely love. And then Julie, as you're thinking about, do you want a bench with a mirror or maybe you want a entryway table with a mirror? Do you need your entryway table to have storage like cupboards where it's closed storage or do you need it to be open? Think about your shoe storage. Where is that shoe storage going to be and can it be tucked away out of sight a little bit or does it need to be in that entryway table? Mine happens to be in my entryway table. I have four cupboards and two of those are my shoe storage and my husband's shoe storage. The other two cupboards happen to have places for extra supplies that are needed in the entryway. I have a chalkboard sign outside front, so I have chalk inside of my entryway table. I have a lint roller because we have kitties, so I need to have things that are, as I'm getting out the door, I want to make sure that my pants are all rolled out before I step out for the day. I have a little extra chap- chapstick because, yep, I need that too before I go. Key storage, if it's functional, it lands right there. But I like to hide it. I don't necessarily like to have everything I need out on a surface. So Julie, be thinking about those things for you. What is more practical for your family? A bench, and how can you style it? Can you put a couple pillows on and then have a mirror that's a little bit lower hung so that you can see yourself? Making sure, though, that you can see most of your body. So make sure that placement is just right. Your eye level about midway in that mirror. And then your entryway table, that presents a whole different opportunity. You can have a table lamp that kind of greets you nicely when you come home. You can leave that little table lamp on the entryway table as a nightlight as you're coming in and out, maybe after going out for the evening. A cute little wooden bowl for keys. Maybe even a basket for the mail. What are the things that you need and how can you style it? All right, friend, I hope that is helpful for you as you think through what it is your home needs, how it is that it is currently driving you bonkers so you can remediate those things while bringing in furniture items that suit your family's needs in a way that meets your aesthetic. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, 
email me at hello at figandfarmathome.com. Ask away. I'd be happy to answer. All right. Until next time, I'll see you soon.